Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Muir, founder of Muir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. And I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. In today's episode, Marcus makes a case for crypto. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to frame that, right? Yeah, so background is neither one of us are crypto experts or even professional crypto people. Yeah. We're enthusiasts. Interested. Interested. Um, well, so maybe very interested. Yeah, very interesting. Owners, uh, are, are, yeah. you, are you a crypto owner? Yeah, yeah, me too. Very, very little. Yeah, but um, yeah, mine's a little more significant portion of my yeah assets. I, I've I get into like the real technology side of it. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't have I don't have more than I can afford to like accidentally send to the wrong um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to the wrong right, wallet right, right. or whatever. Um, but I, this episode is is kind of the genesis of this idea was like, um, I mean, you've been talking about crypto more with other CPAs, other CPA, um, you know, it's obviously a financial product, so it's coming up. And so, um, yeah, you've got your own kind of thoughts on it. Um, you're admittedly, you know, for it. Um, yeah, I, I think about it in terms of like mega big picture. Sure. And, uh, you know, like, I think some of the arguments against it are more short-term, if I can. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, to get a few things out of the way, like, yep. we're just making a case for, not a case for why you should invest in crypto. Correct. Right. Or why you should get on board with certain crypto, excuse me, crypto technologies. Oh, I will, yeah, I will say that I think there is one you should, but. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> a little curveball. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but, but more just so, like. As an idea, making yes. a case for it as a financial, uh, I don't know, product, platform. Yeah, uh, just I think I think what you're getting at is kind of a worldview. Yeah. A worldview that includes crypto in it right. and why that works, you know, and, and, and why that works kind of long term. Sure. And that's kind of how I'm thinking about this conversation. Yeah, not like you should buy Ethereum tomorrow or you should own Polygon because yeah. it's going to go up. Like, we're not yeah. talking about that. YouTube's got you covered. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can go down that rabbit hole there. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's dive in. So the, right. fir- the first one that we were kind of we were kind of talking about earlier was like a case for financial liberty. Right. Um, and this has kind of flared up recently because of the news coming out of Canada. Right. Tell us a little bit about what caught your eye. Uh, can I can I read something? Is Go that going to be yeah. like? I think this is probably okay. This is probably like like a one minute, two minute read. Oh dang! Okay, is that too Let's much? Buckle up. Go for it. All right. So so let me give you the backdrop. So this is from David Heinmeier Hansen, who is one of the co-founders of Basecamp, which is a I think a workflow productivity software, yeah. and a big like crypto. What do we call it? Protagonist. Antagonist, naysayer, yeah. doubter, um, and his if the the conversation is framed and look, this is one man's opinion that obviously makes me feel a little more justified in what I've been thinking. But it, but I think you know I, I don't want to always go to appeal to authority because that's not a great argument all the time. But I do think when people like this who understand things globally and big picture start to say things like I'm about to read, you you should take notice. And so that's the conversation a big time kind of crypto naysayer. So. He's speaking in terms of what's happening in Canada, particularly um, the 
this trucker convoy that is protesting kind of the, what is the vaccine mandates? I think. No, it's just all mandates. They kind of couched it as vaccine mandates so that people are kind of like, well, what's the deal? But, uh, I think, I think the report I saw was like 90% of them are actually vaccinated. Right. So that's kind of a, right. Anyway. Okay. All right. So let's get it. He's, He's the title is I was wrong. We need crypto. All right, so you got my attention. Yeah. All right, so here it goes. To say I've been skeptical about Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto universe would be an understatement of epic proportions. Since the early 2010s, some of my ferocious Twitter battles have been against the HODL army. If you know crypto, you know what that means. With the laser eyes. Again. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to oppose. Bitcoin's grotesque energy consumption, the ridiculous transaction fees, and the low throughput. The incessant pump and dump schemes and shit coins, the wild price swings in the main coins, the obvious fraud that is Tether, the lack of real decentralization in most of the current Web3 infrastructure, on and on and on. Okay. Beyond all these very real problems and challenges, my bigger beef was actually fueled by a lack of imagination. And we're, I think we're going to talk about this. I could see the fundamental promise of a digital currency free of banks if you were living in a failing state like Venezuela or an overtly authoritarian one like China or Iran. But how is this relevant to the vast number of Bitcoin boosters living in stable Western democracies governed by the rule of law? Beyond the patina of philosophical respectability, it could apply to yet another get-rich-quick scheme. Okay. So you kind of get the backdrop there, Mm -hmm. right? He's basically saying, I get it in Venezuela when they can devalue the currency or inflation goes crazy or governments can literally seize all your property. You want something outside of the reach of them. I'm going to skip a little bit ahead, okay? And he starts talking about the trucker protest, and and I'll read what he kind of gets into it. The Ottawa Police Department got GoFundMe to confiscate donations with the intention of redirecting them to other causes. Then after an outcry, they backed down to merely blocking the money for 7 to 10 days before refunding. That seemed like a draconian escalation completely at odds with the tens of millions of dollars raised for social justice causes during the protest summer of 2020. But at the time, I thought it was something, another fundraising platform, one less likely to collaborate with the Canadian authorities, could route around and give Sengo and Indeed started doing just that. This turned out the concerns over the donations was quickly rendered insignificant. As just a few days later, the Canadian Prime Minister imposed martial law on the protesters through powers intended for catastrophic events. He took to freeze the bank accounts of both Canadian protesters and donors, to compulsorily demand that tow truck operators clear the streets and force insurance companies to drop policies for the protesters. Okay, that's that's a, that's probably enough. Yeah. And so, and basically, then he says this: I still can't believe that this is this in uh, uh, italicized is the protest that would prove every Bitcoin crank a profit, and for me to have a slice of humble pie and admit that I was wrong on crypto's fundamental necessity in Western democracies. And that it was the Canadians who brought this on. You might as well have told me that it was the Care Bears who ran Abu Ghraib. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just basically going on and on, yeah. and I won't get more into it, but you get the point. Right. So, I think the first point you made was, what, financial liberty? Right. So, look, let's, let's, get, let's get the volatility concept out of our heads. I don't think anybody thinks tomorrow Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of these are going to be a currency or, or like wildly adopted, everybody using these as currency because of the, you know, the volatility. Bitcoin today is worth 40000 Recently, it was worth thirty three. It's been 69000 Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think people are starting to get the idea of 
maybe there's a place we can store our money that's outside the reach of authoritarian governments. Mm -hmm. And that's his point. Right. And so let's just stop there and say the financial liberty, whether he's calling about these people, these Bitcoin cranks now making this is proving them profits. He's like, I kind of get it now. Yeah. And I would almost even say... When you say authoritarian governments, yeah. that's when everybody just checks out Correct. and says, you oh, sound like that says tinfoil hat guy in the right. basement. Yeah. What I think helps is protects you from authoritarian actions. Correct. So Yeah, because our government's not doing this. Right. Right. But I think everything that Canada is seeing has probably been on the table or the floor of Congress at some point or another. Right. If they had the power to do so, they they right. would probably do it. But yeah. What we're not saying is like, oh, this is the future. Get ready. Like everybody's going to start stealing yeah, everything. You correct. Know? But you're protected from specific actions correct. that even if the Canadian Canadian government wanted to do those things, if we were operating outside, that's, they couldn't do correct. That, you know? Yeah, they could still transact. The people all, if they were, and increasingly there's ways with crypto. The, the And one of the things you don't have on here is the interoperability, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that people love about crypto and what spe- specifically Bitcoin they're doing is, you know, if you have Cash App, Cash App or Venmo right now, I can't send you money to Venmo if you with Cash App, mm-hmm. right? But in, in the Bitcoin world, you just need a wallet. You need right. wallet technology, right. which anybody can offer. So yeah. I think that's one of the big things is like the interoperability in terms of financial liberty as well. Is like we can transact with each other. Without the means that we have right now with yeah. banks and other... And what I think is interesting, too, and this is getting way out of my understanding of crypto, but like in, in like another layer of the crypto world is you have um, like governance is done through like the technology. Yeah. And people are experimenting with like other services, like you mentioned, insurance. Yeah. Like imagine car insurance, health insurance, all these different things kind of built on that web three technology right you know to where it isn't you can't just say hey we're shutting you're no longer insured because we said so you know right it's like no that's not how it works well i've heard examples of i mean i think you're kind of getting into smart contracts and all that kind of talk i've heard thoughts of people saying like what happens if in in the insurance world if you have an if you're a farmer and people insure their crops what if there's policies that work in the DeFi world in the sense that the minute the, the the temperature gets to this the insurance company the insurance contract pays out. Like that's just data points. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Let's right. just say if in a region, 90 degrees is deemed really hot and, and your crops are at risk. The minute it hits 90, day, 90 degrees for a period of six hours straight, the insurance proceeds pay out like that. Yeah. No fees. That seems totally possible. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, like that's, that's another thing I want to I color this conversation with too is that those things are being made possible. You might say, well, that's blockchain technology, and I would agree. But what is the currency you use on blockchain? Right. Their native crypto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so fi- financial liberty, this was like a big – it's waking people up to just yeah. realize, okay, I see a case for it. Even if we can't fathom or hopefully have never to fathom some extreme authoritarian government. Correct. But And this is us not see- making any opinions on, our, on the government. Yeah. We're just saying this is happening in Canada. It's fact. Right, yeah. And just to kind of see, all right, this is, I mean, I think it kind of even whenever the pandemic, people started getting um, their stimulus checks, like just appeared in their bank account. Yeah. It kind of woke everybody up like, whoa. I remember having conversations like, yeah, I didn't realize that could even happen. And you start to realize like, 
Okay. They could put it in, they could take yeah, it out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and I've had some experience with that. I had this hiccup with the IRS one time where there was some, like, fee or something got oh, twisted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how at all. But all of a sudden it was like I got a letter that was like, hey, we're going to take 800 bucks. Yeah, I knew it was eight, I was going to say, what eight, $800? 800 bucks, right. like, out of your bank account yeah. or something. And I think the <laughs> – it might have even been that I had closed that bank account. Yeah. something and i was just like i don't know what it was but i was just like okay and everybody i talked to was like yeah that they can do that it's not a problem you know i was just right. like oh dang okay right so yeah i think that's that's a case there yeah um, for sure for sure market efficiency yeah yeah i think um i mean you're seeing this already i mean i mean i just mentioned it i mean if you have a wallet i have a wallet i can send you bitcoin instantaneously right right and so i think that's even they're building out more again not a crypto expert here but i understand especially specifically like a bitcoin with the lightning network and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing like building out like these global payment systems that cost nothing like if you've ever had to wire money you understand this wire money is a fee and it takes time yeah even an ach takes two days right at the fastest yeah i mean imagine if you could uh contract uh do business like in instantaneously where the money's just boom, it's there. Right. And so I think that's, that's, I mean, and you could argue maybe the banking system goes there and, and maybe they will. I, I don't know all the yeah. ins and outs of that, but I do know crypto is offering that. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a crypto streaming service, which is not like it, basically they, you, you allow, it's like a payment platform that allows you to stream payments so really like it's for like you could stream your salary so instead of getting paid every two weeks you're getting paid every second or whatever every 10 minutes you know what i mean and so like instead of waiting for your check on like the 15th and the 30th like no you check your bank account an hour later you've got you know another hundred bucks another hundred but whatever it is you know which Seems kind of crazy right now, kind yeah. of far fetched, and you're just like, what's the point, you know? Yeah. But it's it's just a way to like, I mean, hop on Wi-Fi, and you know, or like if you're gonna Netflix instead of paying fifteen bucks a month, it's like you pay per use or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of use cases, right. but again, it because of the technology, it just opens up a ton of these efficiencies yeah. that that are current money system just can't do right now right and i and i do think we're we're just i mean it seems to me like i i keep i keep equating crypto to the dot-com kind of era when like you would hear people say stuff like oh nobody's gonna like gary v always talks about it right people thought my dad was crazy for letting his little son turn his wine store into an online e-commerce but nobody's gonna buy wine online and nobody's gonna like all the nobody's gonna when do you, you hear, me, do you remember being in, uh, I was in college and I remember hearing people no one's gonna put family photos on their Facebook no one's I know. gonna put fa- pictures of themselves online that you're crazy I know it's always <laughs> that nobody and I guess maybe we're increasingly giving up privacy I mean that's a that's a whole different kind of conversation but I think I, I, that's how I equate crypto. I think we're still in the early innings of this thing. Like right. we're in the first inning, I think. Sure. Like, and so there are going to be ones that rise and there are going to be ones that fall. And I think that I, if you look at history, look at the internet.com bubble. Like we didn't just because a few 
internet companies went bust, not a few, a bunch. We didn't say, well, therefore, the internet technology is not something that is going to maintain and be long term. Right. We just, the market settled the debate. And yeah. I think that's what's going to happen with crypto. The market is going to, going to settle the debate. Which blockchains are the best? Which ones are the most efficient? Which provide the best benefits? And those cryptocurrencies will win out. Now, what does that mean for them being currencies? I don't know. What yeah. does that mean for them having value? I don't know. But I do think it's hard to argue that there's use cases for them and that they will be around and major players in our society for, you know, years to come. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Innovation, yeah. obviously, is the biggest and yeah. most attractive. Yeah, uh, I think with that, I mean, the ability, I mean, look, the smartphone changed everything, right? And now, now you know, the smartphone is really not even, I mean, it's a phone, but that's probably the least of the uses, right? And so I think when you think, of, when I think in terms of innovation, I just think about my money in my pocket kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and think about, have, think about going to other countries and not having to make, you know, exchange funds and one currency to another and the fees associated with that and right. deal and whatever you deal with just being like okay i'm going to switzerland or i'm going to zimbabwe name your country and then they take bitcoin yeah and i've got it right here on my phone and i just tap and pay you and it doesn't cost anybody anything and i just right you got it so and and, and again what if i don't know if bitcoin's going to be the one but you get my point um i just think the innovation around it and then we talked smart contracts a minute ago it's just hard to argue yeah 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 what what do you, do you have like a few things in your mind that you're like, look forward to? I think of like, you know, anytime we look at the future, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, I can't wait for like, until we can fly. I like the stable coins. I really do. Like you and I have kind of talked about this. Like for me getting paid, I think we've done a good job at our firm of getting paid faster through ACH. But even that, like the quoting, the, the, the billing software I use, which is a um, practice ignition is great product. But like when people pay us via ACH or where they, we draft the money from them, it's still, they got, they take seven days to pay me, you know? And so that's great. It's, you know, it used to be probably 30 days. Now we got it in seven, but what if it was with a stable coin and it was instantaneous, you know? And so I look, I like that flexibility with the stable coins, um, you know, kind of more use cases in the future of that. Right. Cause I think that's that happy medium of people with the volatility they worry about with the other cryptocurrencies. Well, the stable right. coins are just that. They're pegged to to be a dollar equivalent. Right. Um, and so I look for – I'm excited about the use case of stable coins. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, I think, like, really far yeah. into it and just kind of thinking about, like, what fascinates me is, like, um, just the the – pretty much all the functions of a bank, you know, like in terms of, like, lending and when you think of, like – the way that smart contracts are done. And you think of like just the fact that money can be decentralized, but not lose in, but, and still gain efficiencies, meaning like pooling money together, raising capital, right? like all of that stuff when it's so easy to do. Yeah. Like is going to change. And, and it being tied to smart contracts. Like, when wh- what I'm getting at is, like, take a title, for example, of a home. Yeah. You know? Like, if you were if you were to say, hey, we're going to split this home ownership up a thousand different ways, like, go to tell that to a title attorney. Right. And they would just laugh at you, I'm assuming. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, smart contracts, 10 people own it, 1,000 people own it, 
It's all on the ledger. It doesn't matter. People sell, buy, trade between them, you know. So, like, when you combine the idea of, like, ownership that's trusted and verifiable with the ease of pooling money quickly, it disrupts so much. And I think it's going to give people incredible opportunities to, like, do what banks do. Yeah. You know, which... (laughs) Is yeah, great. that's a whole. Is, is great. That's a whole you know? uh, separate episode about future of banking and how they. Yeah, play but that's account. that's the stuff that like the innovation that I see and yeah. it kind of catches my imagination of like DeFi, decentralized finance, yeah. and just like the amazing potential for just anybody to jump in. Let me ask you a question because the devil's advocate of, of all the of all the decentralization talk is you might just get what you want, right? Because. In, in, in the whole world we live in, which is regulated to, you know, I would say the Western world less than other places, specifically the U.S. Um, but I think one of the arguments against like free market reign and totally decentralization is chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, and I, and I tend to think, and I don't know what regulations there would be around crypto. I do think it just, I guess we were in that world, right? I know you're probably more libertarian than me. Of this, we're in the world where everything it does regulated. But does does that does that get you excited of it all decentralized, or does it make you worry? Or option three, yeah. which is what I've been thinking about, maybe people it will force people to become more educated instead of mindlessly trusting the guardrails that are set forth with the government. Yeah, I don't know if I'd phrase it like that. I okay. think I think it's like a vacuum, right? So like, you know. We've talked about this with like payroll taxes and different things. It's like if you grew up where your boss takes your taxes and pays them for you, then that's all you know. But yeah. if that didn't exist, then you'd pay your taxes and it'd be right. fine or whatever. You wouldn't feel like, oh, this is some, you know. Right. So I think there's going to be a certain amount of that, you know, like there's certain things that like your bank does now that if that currently you would do by yourself in the yeah. DeFi world. So I don't know. I, wh- what's interesting to me is like, um, you know, there none of the very few of these DeFi products are launching without governance. And if you're in the crypto world, you look for that word. Like, how is this governed? Yeah. So I don't like the like uh, anarchy. Like nobody wants anarchy. Right. People want um governance. Yeah. And they and the whole idea is competing governance instead of a monopoly of one. That's you know, a great point. So it's like Go, market, market, a market on government. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Yeah. We have a there's monopolies on our governance now, and that's really right. the, the issue. No one, um, very few people. I mean, you have to have rules. You have yeah. to have, but the way the way the technology works, and I can't break it down for you, but um. Yeah, they, they, you can literally, pretty much any DeFi product, any platform, most of them have a page on there. This is governance. Here's how it works. Whether yeah. this is, you can, it's anonymous, and so, or yeah. it's... It's code. It's, it's code, yeah. or, or whatever it is, but, um, so I, I don't see it as like, uh, I mean, I, I see it as just like, well, now we're competing. What, what, what yeah, do well, you... Well, and I also think kind of in that same concept, money, money is no different. Money is a good. Like I was listening to a talk by Ross Stevens, who's a, I think I mentioned Ross Stevens. He's a guy who founded NYDIG, New York Digital Investment Group, which I think is the biggest, I'm not going to say broker. I don't think broker is the right word. The biggest, let's just call it broker of Bitcoin for institutional. Like he's working with like MetLife and 
New York life and big pension funds like to buy and hold Bitcoin. And he said, you got to remember money is just a good, right? Sure. But it's never had to, it's, it's now our money doesn't have to compete. Yeah. And that's, what's interesting to me about crypto. Well, our dollars, you could say it's regulated, but dang, they just, I mean, the money supply now is literally off the chart. Like if you look at the money supply where they charted the dollar, right. it went off the chart. So now the dollar has to compete. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Yeah. It's interesting and scary all at the same time. Sure. You know, but it's also made me, I've read more books lately on money, how it works, financial markets. And I'm also now getting kind of hopeful that, okay, all right, if you're going to say I can take control of my own money, there comes some responsibility with that. I need to understand how this works. Yeah. And my point to you earlier was, Maybe that's a byproduct of this. Yeah. People start to understand how money works and then get to choose which one's the best one. Yeah. And people will, will, I mean, people are already making products like, you know, with crypto that are very familiar to us because of, you know, think of like um, mutual funds, you know, different yeah. investment products, insurances, all these things there. I mean, people are building services around that with, crypto and smart contracts so to think that like okay yeah you'll have to educate yourself but no i don't see it being any different than to the degree that some people are educated on insurance and some people just pay it every month right like i think there'll be a little more though i think in the transition period i mean again we're talking years i think yeah i think we're talking i don't know 30 years I, i don't know that when it becomes a crypto is it i mean look and there's a whole group of people that say the government's going to stop this, whatever method. I, I don't know how they do that. They make it illegal to hold it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to have an opinion on that. I think, but that's the argument. But it is interesting to me is like, how's, I think people are going to have to get educated. I think people are going to under, have to understand how money works mm-hmm. because now there might be competing ones. Right. You know, so it's like, it's a, like you said, maybe you, you pick, you pick different things all the time based on, well, this credit card, I like the points better, but this one, the interest rate's lower. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you're, you'll compete on your money or how the money, how that'll work in, you know, in terms of what decisions you make. Right. And I, I don't know. But I'm I, fascinated by it. I will tell you that. Yeah. And I think people, people, um, people often are kind of like, uh, the, 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 how many different currencies there are, like, kind of is like a downside of oh, crypto. Oh, yeah. That's right. But, but I don't necessarily see that. I think we're going to figure out like that that doesn't matter. Like I, my mind doesn't even go to like, oh, when we're all using Bitcoin, kind of like an example earlier or this or that. Like yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be just as convenient to use 100 different currencies as it is one or two yeah. because of the way the wallets work. And like I just don't see yeah. that as a, as a hurdle. You know what I mean? Well, I have a little different opinion on that. I do. I do think because it, it's it's based on an old idea of like exchange and all this and stuff. And it's like, no, you don't have to like if you've got ten different cryptos in your wallet, your wallet's just as convenient to use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so I guess like, my thinking is, I, I I guess I approach it differently. I'm thinking of it from the perspective of which ones will ultimately hold value that work as a medium of exchange, right? Because if you right now you use the dollar because you think it's worth a dollar, well. That's that kind of made. You think it's worth something. It has well. The 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 end recipient thinks it's worth something. So that's why I do think. I, I, my opinion of the crypto world is that there will be ones that went out. Others will go think away. Think about this though, and this is okay. super trippy, right? Okay. But like the whole like 
think of like how this is starts when like currency just breaks down. Like you imagine like when when services. I don't even know if I can like explain what I'm trying. Like I think this I think, is podcast gold right here. <laughs> just my mind melting. Right. On, I don't even know like, how to explain post currency. Oops, sorry. Post currency world. Yeah. Like because the technology makes it is so advanced that like we don't need a unified currency to exchange good and services. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like right now we're still so tethered to the idea that like if two people want to exchange goods or services, they have to have a single currency to baseline to agree. But well, it it definitely greases the skids. I mean, yes, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like a lot of these crypto coins are tied to a service. You know what I mean? Like, like a streaming service, like Spotify. You might pay, I don't know, whatever it is, six dollars a month or something. Yeah. But there's a crypto alternative where, like, you can buy the coin and the services like the same thing. So, like, if okay. let's say that coin is the value of the service, and then like. I go and like now I need to now I need to like pay for my insurance and that insurance crypto company is also got a coin that's valued it. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if all your goods and services are eventually their own like I don't know, like I can't even So you're saying no medium in the middle. I I, I the only reason, right? Okay. Well, do you think about but let's think about why money cuz all we're talking about is money. Money right. as a good. Let's go back before money. Okay. Yeah, but, it, but 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 there's a reason why money came into existence because I couldn't go to the market before there was money and trade you my ox for your donkey if they didn't have if we didn't say they were equal value. Exactly. We so had to have a medium same, of exchange. Right. Same scenario, right? Okay. You've got oxes, I've got donkeys. Okay. Now instead of us changing exchanging seashells that we both agree were the same price. Right. Imagine an algorithm that has access to both our wallets. Yeah. That's AI that everybody like trusts that at the same time calculates mm. the global worth of everything that's existed and okay. then just swaps. <laughs> but swaps what? Swaps whatever currencies you have in your wallet. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking like it's like we we like <laughs> How did I know you were going to take it to this? This is the uh what do they call it? The um uh, whatever with like AI uh, I, I keep thinking the matrix, but that's not right. Oh, there's a name for it. That when AI takes over, like, and we become like artificial, be- it's called something. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, it's that's called after I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know though, but it's yeah, like- that's kind of where my mind goes is like, instead, it's like, imagine if you like a look at a timeline of history, like we're right now very much into like, we can only understand what a, what a currency world looks like. Right. But like eventually we'll be like a post currency, like because the technology will be so advanced that yes. like it's kind of like the same way people talk about like a post consumer world. Like once we can produce energy very inexpensively, like once we figure out how to create as a world like energy very in it cheaply, then like everything else will kind of break down in terms of like economy. Like we won't need, you know, people say that would be like the ultimate renaissance because like right now everything kind of all of our jobs and everything kind of trickles down from this like because it's expensive it's expensive to create food and shelter because energy is expensive and like that's what kind of keeps 
a lot of these jobs, you know, like a marketing job. There will be no marketing jobs as are as many, you know, when you're not having to like when you can create when we have energy abundance. Okay. So yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys. Uh, <laughs> right, that was. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm, yeah. So I hope you can automate some of your accounting and. Um, <laughs> Let's bring it back full circle. Yeah. No, I, I do think though, like, I, and I'm, this, you know, we we're kind of joking before the episode. I, I was like, I figured this is going to be one of the places where we just kind of yeah go off on a tangent here, but I I do think. I, I, I do think people. Ha- I, I'm I am fascinated with people of learning about money, which I am more about how it works, why crypto can work, and I think will work in that space, um, and just seeing money as a good. That was it. Yeah. It was a when I listened to him say that, it kind of struck me. I sat back yeah. and said, "It is. Yeah, it's and, good." And to rein it in a little bit too, what you're focused on is not the hundred years from now when right. we're like have in, infinite solar energy, but. I mean, you're looking into, okay, how can we, how can we add crypto to our payment service? How can we, you know, integrate crypto into I think this accounting is why I like software? It. This is why I like it. I love efficiency. I, the reason I moved to cloud accounting technology, it was super efficient. I love, I love making a task that takes 10 hours and making it take one. I love, mm-hmm. so to your point about getting, instead of getting paid every two weeks, you get paid every 30 minutes. I, I just, something about that, the efficiency of things. And I think crypto adds that. I mean, the, yeah. the fact that you carry it around with you digitally, you can ex- get access it anywhere you have the internet or your phone is exciting to me, is interesting to me. And I think it just lends itself to all kinds of other things like we talked about, about these smart contracts and this, whole new world of doing things um, with governance, but we're, we're the third part. Everybody is the is trust is, I would say trust list. You don't need the trust because the code does it. It's interesting to me. I don't know where we go from there, but I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> I know I brought a lot to the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, anybody that's listening to this that knows Anything about crypto is probably just like, oh my gosh, this guy. These, just, oh no, these guys. What are they, they're idiots. <laughs> um, but I think, I think yeah. people are just like us, man. They're thinking through these concepts, or they're yeah, I, it's exciting it. to watch. Whether yeah. you're whether you can afford to play, or you're watching from the sidelines, kind of curious, right? Um, I, I think you, you know, I think the best point made today was, yeah, there were some winners and losers in the dot com, but we yeah. still have the internet. It's very much integrated into our whole, our our personal lives, our, our economy, um, the way the world works, and yeah. I think that's probably where we would stand on a case for crypto. You know, Correct. Is that it will the, the technology ca- the, the blockchain the, bag. the blockchain technology will prevail. It's just a matter of how. Right. How how's yeah. it how does it prevail and and who I guess what what blockchains or in your case maybe there's infinite cryptos yeah i still think there's gonna be a, a handful and by handful yeah. that can mean 100 i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like we ended it so i don't know oh, yeah i don't want yeah, to follow i don't want to follow the thread that's in my head but <laughs> all right all right guys well check out more episodes that are actually probably more helpful for your accounting and taxes <laughs> um at mirror.group and reach out to marcus there i promise he will help you uh get organized with your accounting um, and um, yeah not not go crazy with pie in the sky ideas like that's right like this all right until next time see you next time guys